Hi everyone, welcome to our Simple Health podcast, where we discuss simple approaches to improve your health. Today, we're going to talk about panic attacks and how to reduce their risk factors. According to Cleveland Clinic, every year up to 11% of Americans experience a panic attack. A panic attack is a sudden episode of intense fear that triggers severe physical reactions when there's no real danger or apparent cause. When panic attacks occur, you might think you're losing control, having a heart attack, or even dying. Experts at Mayo Clinic noted that although panic attacks themselves aren't life-threatening, they can be frightening and you could be constantly in a fear of next attack. So you're afraid of driving, leaving home, or try to avoid social situations. So your quality of life is significantly affected. It's not known what causes panic attacks. Experts from Mayo Clinic do suggest first to rule out underlying causes by visiting a doctor for a checkup to address any potential medical issues, such as anemia, asthma, and some heart conditions that can lead to panic attacks. According to Mayo Clinic, there are factors that may increase the risk of developing panic attacks. First is the major life stress or accumulative stresses, a traumatic events or major changes in your life, smoking or excessive caffeine intake. In this episode, we're going to explore some approaches that might be helpful to reduce these risk factors that could trigger the panic attacks. We'll also spend some extra time in the end talking about risk factor management at workplace. Let's start with calming breathing. How we breathe has great control on our mind and our body. As we discussed in an earlier episode, breathe. Deep and calming breathing has many benefits, including lowering heart rate and blood pressure, reducing anxiety as well as stress level. It is helpful to practice mindful breathing outside of panic attacks. This equips people who experience panic attacks with the techniques designed to stop them. According to WebMed, people with anxiety tend to breathe high in their chests, resulting in shallow, panting breaths. This can lead to hyperventilation, which includes symptoms like breathlessness, lightheadedness, and inability to think straight. Learning to control your breathing during periods of high anxiety can help you control your anxiety more effectively. Deep breathing and other breathing techniques has been shown in multiple studies to help reduce anxiety, stress, and negative emotions in a wide variety of patients. It took a lot of practice for breath work to make a difference. You can practice it any time of the day, like driving to work, or at your desk, or cooking dinner. You don't have to wait until you're in a full-blown anxiety crisis to breathe deeply. As soon as your thought starts to race, or you feel any of physical symptoms, your deep breathing kicks in, or you pull over and inhale, exhale. It's something that you can use anywhere to help you hit the pause button and reconnect to your body. 
By adding deep breathing exercise to your daily routine, you may be able to reduce your anxiety symptoms throughout the days and remove the triggers to, for panic attacks. If you would like to know more about techniques of belly breathing, you can listen to our previous episode and always consult your doctor before practice. How we can be more mindful and living in the present. Most of us have a tendency to live in the past or in the future. How often do you find yourself thinking about what happened yesterday or what might happen tomorrow? So we miss to be present and live in the moment that we have. Studies shows that people who focus on seeking pleasure in the moment are happier than those who are focused in the past. And those that take the time to notice more of the small things and enjoy the simple pleasures of life are happier and often more productive. Using a simple example, if you eat your meal next time, enjoy the taste, texture, aroma of the food. Feel grateful of the moment. Leave your cell phone on the side and hold the urge to check on the social media during your meal time. Let your mind be present. And take a break from your busy daily life. When you do so, do you feel more relaxed and refreshed after your meal? Another way to practice mindfulness and lower anxiety is yoga. One 2019 Boston University study published in the Journal of Psychiatric Practice found that people who practice yoga several times a week. Reported improvement in both depression and anxiety symptoms within just eight weeks. Exercise helps with stress management and encourages the body to produce natural chemicals called endorphins, that are vital for pain relief and a feeling of well-being. And taking any workout or walk outdoors. Reaps even more anxiety-busting benefits. A study published in Environmental Science and Technology found that the people who did their exercise outdoor reported feeling more energy and less tension and depression than those who did indoor workouts. What's more, a 90 minutes walk in nature lowers activities in a part of the brain linked to negative rumination. According to a 2015 study published in the Proceedings of National Academy of Science, in most cases, exercise has been shown to reduce anxiety while improving mood. However, be careful of overdoing it as you begin your new routine. For some people, escalating their heart rate too high when they begin escalating can feel like the onset of a panic attack. Usually, this leads to panic and subsequently a panic attack. How to set a power down routine to relax your body for a good night's sleep? When it comes to sleep and anxiety, it's a little bit of chicken and egg syndrome. Anxiety makes it hard to nod off. Then sleep deprivation makes your mood worse the next day. But people with insomnia are 17 times more likely to have a clinical anxiety than those sound sleepers, according to the National Sleep Foundation. You may be tempted to try an over-the-counter sleep aid, 
but these have been linked to a lot of side effects like next-day drowsiness, confusion, constipation, and dry mouth. Instead, try resetting your nighttime routine. 90 minutes before bed, hop into a warm bath or shower, otherwise microbrews, a Los Angeles sleep specialist. Your body temperature will decrease once you get out of the tub, helping produce melatonin naturally, he explains. Once you've toweled off, give yourself an electronic curfew. If you want to read, and typically do so with a tablet, knowing that some Kindles automatically reduce the amount of blue lights you get. If yours doesn't, use a pair of blue light blocking glasses if you read this way. Finish with some deep breathing exercise before bed. Belly breathing or other deep breathing technique will help kick off a series of physiological changes that aid relaxation, including reducing muscle tension, slowing breathing rate and heart rate, lowering blood pressure and metabolism, explained Brias. That slow exhale is very similar to the pace of breathing your body adopts as you are falling asleep. As a result, you are mimicking the breathing patterns of sleep onset. With luck, your body will soon follow. Lastly, in this episode, we'll talk about the stress and anxiety at the workplace. Getting stressed out at work happens to everybody. But if we don't manage them well and let stress become persistent and overwhelming, it not only impairs daily functioning, but might cause anxiety disorder or could trigger panic attacks. Here are some tips to manage stress and anxiety at work. Practice time management. Make to-do lists and prioritize your work. Schedule enough time to complete each task or project so you don't have to rush the assignment and under pressure. Plan and prepare. Get started on major projects as early as possible. Set mini deadlines for yourself. Anticipate problems and work to prevent them. Be realistic. Don't overcommit or offer to take on projects that you don't have enough time. Ask for help. If you are feeling overwhelmed, ask for help. Your supervisor may not realize you are overextended. Stay organized. Filing and cleaning your desk and computer desktop may rank low on your priority list, but they can save your time in the long run may prevent a crisis later. Avoid toxic co-workers. Try to ignore negativity and gossip in your workplace. Negativity is not good for your well-being and will only add to your more anxiety. Take breaks. A walk around the block or a few minutes of deep breathing can help clear your head. Set boundaries. Try not to bring work home with you. Don't check your work emails or voicemails after hours so you can have some break from work and enough rest to get ready for your next day. Silver success. Take a moment to celebrate your success, no matter how small they are. They will give you sense of work satisfaction. Plan a vacation. Make time for your vacation, no matter how busy you are. When you are on vacation, disconnect from work, so you can take time to recharge. You will be rejuvenated and ready to work when you come back. 
That's it for today's show. I hope you enjoyed it and found it helpful. You can find all resources used for this show listed in the show description. You're also welcome to check out our other episodes, such as episode "Breathe," where we discussed more in depth on the benefits of deep breathing and how to practice it. In the next few episodes, we'll be talking about simple approaches to improve sleeping quality, how to deal with "I don't have time" in syndrome, and enjoy simple happiness. Stay tuned. I'm looking forward to see you next time.